0: Hello, and thank you for joining us here on The Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined, as always, by my trusty sidekick, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric DeLala.
1: Phil, you didn't introduce me that way on Monday at Breckenridge Brewery Farmhouse.
0: It was a little more buttoned up over there. Were you embarrassed? Not, not embarrassed. It was just a little more... Corporate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, we got we, we got a sponsored element there. You know, it's just sort of... Kind of a big deal. Yeah, exactly. I just yeah. have to dial it down. But the Thursday show, right back to normal. A lot of
1: nonsense in the Thursday show.
0: A lot of nonsense. We like to keep it that way, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's good, I yeah. think. But we still have a lot of football to talk about because your Denver Broncos are 1-0. Undefeated. Mine? And NZ Nation's. And yours. Yes. That's yours, yours ours, mine, and ours. Ours, ours. yeah. yeah. 1-0, and uh, coming off a nice victory over the Giants, but that's that's in the past now.
1: It is, but, I mean, Phil, this building feels different than it has in a long time just because this is the first time the team has been over five hundred in almost three years. So <laughs> yeah. you can just – there is a different feel around here that something special might be brewing on the well, horizon.
0: Where do you think that's come from? Is it just
1: Teddy? I think a lot of it's Teddy. I really Good. do. I think mm. having Vaughn back is part of it, but yeah. I, I think – I would say as much as 70 80% is Teddy and it's yeah. not just how he played in week 1 it's just kind of who he is as a person kind of I, inspires everybody. I
0: agree. I think that like maybe if this was last year or something and the Judy goes down the way he did that would have been dominating and you know maybe the vibe around here wouldn't have been as good. But now that they're winning, and that I do think that Teddy has a lot to do with that. He does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but we'll talk about uh, you know Teddy and what what the expectations are here moving forward as they face the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. Uh, you know, but we do need to talk about that Judy injury a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah, of course we do because it's a it's a big one. I mean, he's your best offensive player. I don't think there's really a question about it. He was the best guy on the field for either team, probably.
0: Yeah. And then a little bit of a surprise, Ronald Darby also going to IR. uh, He played the whole game. It never really went out or anything like that. But Vic Fangio on Wednesday saying that it had been tight, his hamstring had been tight for a while, and uh, they felt like this move was necessary. I mean, I would say a
1: big surprise. When you see that come across the transaction wire, Ronald Darby to IR, I was kind of like, where did that that come from? You know, was that a mistake? What what happened there? Well, you
0: you weren't like everybody else was like that. You are no. in the know. I like to, yeah. You like to I like to play the game Got here. Got yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, that was definitely surprising. We'll talk about what injury hurts the Broncos the most. Ooh. what do you think? Yeah, we'll just dive into a little that negative, a little but that is yeah. a little negative. But maybe we can just that's a way to interesting way to talk about it. it. Is then uh, maybe we'll talk about Trevor Lawrence a little bit, the Jags quarterback. Uh, struggled a little bit week one, three interceptions against the Houston Texans. Uh, so much talk this week about his head coach Urban Meyer if he's going to bolt from the NFL. I mean, I'm not sure why so much of the talk has turned to that with Urban. But uh, the, this is a interesting Jags team that the Broncos are about to face.
1: Yeah, I would say Trevor's performance a little uneven.
0: I think uneven is a good. Uneven,
1: idea. three touchdowns yeah. but three interceptions. That's even. Oh, so, oh <laughs> so you think yeah, it's very it. even.
0: But it, I'll Not say even up and down, maybe. Up and oh, down, yeah. yeah. Up and down, maybe. Yeah, That's the way to describe that. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the number one overall pick, I think uh, he hadn't lost a regular season game in forever. You know? Uh, I wasn't even born yet, I don't think. I, exactly, the last time he yeah.
1: lost a regular season game.
0: You know, and... Uh, a little bit of a welcome to the nfl moment but now he's going to be facing a much better defense even than the houston texans one coming up here with the broncos so we'll talk about what it's going to be like going up against trevor um and then maybe just say hey where's this broncos team at right now with uh, with sitting at one and oh how how uh, important is it that they go out and get another win this week it's, it's an- probably pretty important. it's important it's probably pretty important they all count you, the same. So, do you think
1: that that's good enough for this segment, or should we still talk more about it? Probably.
0: We can talk, we'll more, talk about more about it. Yeah. It. Okay. Just you know, sort of diving into just—it's really important. Yeah. Yeah. We'll add the really at that point. That's <laughs> yeah, why it's later yet. on in not the show. Yet. Yeah. Eric, the other thing we like to do on Thursdays is play some voicemails, read some emails from NZ Nation. So we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, if somebody's just listening or watching for the first time, how how do they do? What? How did get involved? Why would they yeah. be listening for the first time? I don't know. Where have they been? So I think that if they want to leave a voicemail and you want your your voice to be heard right here on the air, seven oh seven neutral. That's right, seven oh seven neutral. But Eric, what if they're like, I don't really want to record something. You know, maybe I'm shy or whatever. Yeah, or just
1: like you really like typing. Quaker
0: typing. Yeah,
1: you could uh, you could send an email to neutralzoneshow at
0: gmail dot Neutralzoneshow at gmail dot com. Yeah, we'll read that. Probably. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, a lot of people don't do this, but they could get in contact with us directly at Twitter. That's right. On Twitter. At Eric Dalala with an A. A little confusing. At Phil Maloney with a PH. Okay. Non traditional spelling. Got it. Yeah. Philip? PH? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just smash the subscribe button while you're here, then leave a comment. We read all the comments.
1: I mean, I often, every time I smash that subscribe button, I got to go to uh-huh. IT for a new mouse because I just That's I smash that subscribe button too hard. real hard. I want that content.
0: You can't click the subscribe button.
1: You <laughs> no, smash. no, you got to smash it.
0: Yeah. And then you'll also get all kinds of different Broncos content. You know, we do a, a post-game show now. Eric, I don't know if you heard about that. The post-game show? Yeah. I th- I think I was a part of it, wasn't I? Yes, you are a big part of it. So. Well. That's a, uh so you get some of that. You get the ready for kickoffs. Yep, that's that'll get you ready for, for kickoff. kickoff. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, what else do they get? burning questions? Bur- not uh, on YouTube. No, not on YouTube. But I could read them out loud. You if could you just. YouTube.
0: I'll just set up a camera yeah. and you just read them. Yeah. Who so. hosts a post game show? A uh, me. Nice co-host. Guess who's, who's going to be on with me. who? Todd Davis. Is this
1: a neutral zone former, exclusive?
0: Former Broncos linebacker Todd Davis. Super Bowl Christina champion. Adriana. Super Bowl champion. Sacramento State. Yeah. B. S- Hornet. Sacramento. I don't know. Sac State Hornets, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Green Hornets, maybe? He should be an outside linebacker coming from Sac State. <laughs> yes, he should you know be. I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Should have thought about that, huh? Uh, maybe. he Yeah. He. That's a nice he, little scoop. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Okay, so should we uh, just dive into it I right now? I think so. Yeah. Okay, let's just dive the into. The sun is
1: going down. we yeah. been...
0: We had to move outside this week because our friends from Nine News are doing something inside our normal big podcast studio. Yeah, they
1: they paid us, you and me specifically, they quite a lot, quite a good a bit lot of, of cash uh, out, and they, they just said, "Please the, go
0: outside." Yeah. I said, "All right, the price is right." <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: So we're outside.
0: Okay, Eric. Our first topic here: Ronald Darby going to IR. Jerry Judy going to IR. Which of those injuries hurts the Broncos most moving forward? Here,
1: um, I do think it's Judy. I think that while I would probably consider the wide receiving core like more talented overall. Like uh, I think in comparison, the wide receiving group that they're pretty they're pretty talented. But I just think Jerry Judy is so good that losing him is going to hurt you from like an elite production level. And I think there's, you know, this week against the Jags, next week against the Jets. I think even against Baltimore, they'll probably be fine without Judy. But when you go to Pittsburgh, for example, and you play a really good defense, you need somebody with elite playmaking ability. And I think that's where they're going to really miss Jerry Judy. And not to say that Ronald Darby's not a, a great player, but I don't know that Ronald Darby has top five corner in the NFL potential. And Jerry Judy has that potential.
0: Yeah, yeah. And wide receiver. I agree with you, Eric. I think that when, when I was looking at this and trying to decide, I was thinking, okay, uh, what is the rest, what does the rest of the talent look like around them? And it came down to, okay, is Cortland Sutton ready to return to the Corland Sutton? We saw more or less than Pat Sertan coming up, uh, taking Darby's spot here. Who's more ready to step into that role? And, I sort of think that it's Pat Sertan right now who's, who's ready, more ready to just step into the starting lineup. I know that he had the bad play on the touchdown, you know, and he, he recognized that. He said he's got to come up and, and, uh, squeeze that, be a little bit tighter in coverage. But I do still think that he's ready to play a lot of football here and Sutton still working his way back. Only had the one catch last week. Um, the only the only reason why I maybe would go with Darby, but I'm still going with Sutton, but I still – or with uh, Judy, just because of how electric of a playmaker he is. Uh, the only reason maybe I'd go with Darby is just because we really saw a lot from Albert O. and Noah Fant, and and so I feel like Teddy B. has a lot of playmakers that he can still get the ball to, but uh, nobody quite as good as Jerry Judy. I mean, Judy was well on his way to a 100-yard game. Uh, You know, he had six catches, 72 yards, didn't even play most of the second half there. So uh, I do think that losing a talent like him is going to hurt.
1: Yeah, no question. And uh, I also think that, well, I actually think Corlin Sutton probably has a better chance of playing close to that caliber of Judy than Mm. Sertan just, just. because I do think they're, maybe not this week with Trevor Lawrence and the way that the Vic Fangio defense kind of operates and how much defensive talent but just in general I think I trust Cortland Sutton just because you've seen him play at a pro bowl level and you Mm -hmm. you still need to see that from Pat Sardan. but I think that the overall talent on the defense kind of pushes it that direction where where Judy's the tougher loss because you've still got Vaughn Miller you still hopefully have Bradley Mm -hmm. Chubb still got Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson and Kyle Fuller and Bryce Callahan so there's still a lot of really good pieces around them and not that there's not on the offensive side of the football, but like we've both said several times, you're losing your number one piece yeah. on the offensive side of the football. But Phil, I think it speaks a little bit about the depth of this team that you're going to be missing Jerry Judy for six to eight weeks. You're going to be missing Ronald Darcy. I think Dart, it was four to six, four to six. is that what the latest report was? Vic Fangio hasn't really said. Yeah. I just heard four r- to reports. six,
0: maybe closer to
1: six. Okay. And then you talk about Ronald Darby. We've seen some reports. He should be back pretty close after
0: these three weeks.
1: Yeah, but it's a good sign for the depth of this roster that neither one of these, to me at least, feels like a like a death sentence.
0: Yeah, none of a, none of it is detrimental. Like to the se- to the sense that they're not going to be able to win the next game.
1: Right. This. I mean, this team should still be able to. My expectations do not really change. Yeah. Because I still think you can beat Jacksonville. I still think you should beat the Jets. I still think. You can beat the Ravens at home, yeah. and I still think that that Pittsburgh game is going to be really tough. So, regardless of whether you have those guys, my the depth of the roster hasn't like changed my. Now, if this were if this were later in the year and you're about to face the Chiefs or something, and you lost mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, or you're going to be against the Chargers at home and you lost Judy, then I'd be like, well, you kind of need that guy for this game, and so that that was my initial reaction was. Hey, what a relief that in all likelihood he's back by the time you get to those five division games to end the season.
0: And watching it in real life in real oh action, goodness. you know, it looked bad. You yes. know, he grabbed his ankle all right away, it looked like maybe his knee got rolled up on a little bit there and it looked like, oh gosh, this could be it, this could be a season, you know, something that Broncos Country's seen before, here we go again. But the fact that it's just going to be four to six weeks, I think that that's optimistic. On the other side, with the Derby, are you a little more concerned just because this is something that has happened in his past? Finally played sixteen all 16 games last year for the Washington football team. But in his past, he has had some injury issues.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no question. Last year, I think, was his first season maybe where he yeah. played all 16 games. So you've got to worry about that. Um, but hopefully, if, if Sertan plays well, it becomes a situation where you don't have to rush him back. You can keep him healthy. Maybe yeah. you can rotate these guys some of these snaps and not have to be so reliant on one guy out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, of course, anytime a guy is that, I don't want to say injury-prone, but is dealt with that luck, it's, it's an issue. And kind of more concerning to me is that even with Pat Sertana, I think you kind of hoped that Ronald Darby would be the other long-term corner, just because he's on the longer deal. Kyle Fuller and Bryce Callahan are both on one-year deals, um, and so.
0: Well, Darby is probably their best cover, one man-to-man yep. cover corner. Uh, you saw him make a really big tackle there. I think was that on third down. Uh, it might have been on second or third down. It was a big tackle on Kyle Rudolph. You know, oh, you saw yep. him come up and make a big hit, and you just gotta like that. You. You know that Vic Fangio wants those kind of plays from his corners, and uh, I think that uh, Darby showed that he could do that. And when it was late in the game, you really saw Daniel Jones go after Kyle Fuller on the other side. That didn't really work out for Daniel Jones, but I think Darby is still probably their best man-to-man cover. Now Pastor Tan finds his way out onto the field, and I think that, uh, I think that you... Maybe you're like, oh, the NFL, it's a different game in the regular season than it is in the preseason. But that's not really why Sertan didn't make that play on that touchdown. I still feel very confident about Sertan coming out there and being able to make a lot of plays.
1: No doubt. And I think you get that because he's done it so much at Alabama. You know, like you've seen it on film. And, again, we talked about it on Monday. If he just pushes him out of bounds there, it's a it's a 15 yard completion that you're you learn from. are not talking about it. Yeah. You know, we probably don't even mention it. Probably Vic Fangio probably doesn't even get asked. Yeah. And instead, because you can't quite push Missed him out of tackle. bounds, it's a big deal. So, And I'm not concerned, based on his film of college, about his tackling ability.
0: Pat Sertan out on the field, good. What about him up at the podium, Eric? Not as not, not as good. As ju- we need some juice from Pat Sertan. I think that maybe Nick Saban got to him down there in Alabama. Is just like, say words, but don't say anything.
1: Yeah, that's the... That's kind of what I do sometimes. You say words, but you don't yeah. say anything.
0: And I'm like, what are you saying here? Yeah, that's true. All right, so uh, I think we both are in agreement that uh, Jerry Judy, that injury hurts more than the Darby, but the Darby still, uh, we'll see how, how this uh, Broncos secondary adjusts with uh, Pat Sertan, the second out there this week. Uh, and it's a nice transition here into our second topic. They'll be facing the number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, out of Clemson. Uh, had a little bit of a rough go In his uh, NFL debut, three interceptions against a Houston Texans defense that uh, uh, isn't really supposed to be one of the better defenses in the NFL. And now he's going to be facing Vic Fangio. Fangio has a long track record of making rookie quarterbacks feel very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, and sorry about that, Phil. The news never stops. You're just like Adam Schefter. You got to do a few tweets. Yeah, you're just like Adam Schefter. Did you break some news there? Well, a little bit. Just injury, injury news. That's kind of my. You are the injury boy, the bread and butter. Yeah, Yeah. the uh, as our friend Tom Magnetti would say, the paper boy has to
0: deliver. You have to deliver, and you always do. That's right.
1: Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he made some really impressive throws. I thought went back and watched his game. There were some times where he made plays where you could see why he was the number one overall pick. But I think what bodes well for the Broncos is that there were some times when he he kind of looked confused. What was going on or like the operation wasn't quite right for them um, some passes behind the guys certainly receivers dropped passes which didn't help him but there were times you know, a couple screens um a couple times they on third down where he just put the ball in the wrong place there was one interception i think it was uh vernon hargraves the former first round pick he just kind of dropped right back into the throwing lane and picked off trevor lawrence and it was probably among the easier interceptions he'll ever have so He's still, you know, college is different. You know, they have you got the plays on the board, and um, teams are, there's more space. Like, wide receivers are running wide open. They're, at
0: Clemson, he's playing with the best of the best. Yeah. His guys are wide open, and the defenses in college football just aren't that complicated. Right. You know? But I do think that he'll obviously figure this out at some point.
1: I mean, this is not a, this is not a, like a referendum on who he's going to be as a it's player long term. Yeah, this exactly. is more, I'm saying... The fact exactly. that you get to play him week two yes. is probably a good thing because he's still going to be figuring some things out. Yes, And so do I think it's possible that they can go down there and get a few more interceptions? Absolutely, they should. That should be the yeah. goal is to have at least two because his interceptions, I think he threw three. And I, I, I saw he two did of throw them. He three. One of them was a poor throw. It was an overthrow by, I don't know, 10 yards almost. Mm. And the second one was that poor decision where Hargrave's uh, dropped back and picked it off, and so if you can, and the one that was a poor throw, he was kind of on the run trying to make something happen. That's what rookies do; they try yeah. to extend plays, they try to. That's what we saw with Drew Locke. You got to learn when to throw it away, and uh, I think there's a chance to take advantage. I will say it's not going to be super easy because there there were plays he made where he fit the ball in um, in really small windows, made a nice throw. Obviously, he was the number one pick for a reason, so I don't think people should expect you know him to him to complete 50% of his passes or throw for 150 yards. He's going to get his yards. He's going to complete passes. He might even throw a couple touchdowns, but I think overall there should be more good than bad from the Broncos defense.
0: He's not just the number 1 overall pick. He's a, like a generational talent there, you right. know. He's he's been the best quarterback coming up in his class all throughout his life. You he's know. He's the
1: Phil Milani of quarterbacks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Phil Milani the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Um, but uh, I do think that it's fortunate, I guess, playing early in the season. Although in Jacksonville, it's going to be hot. And we've seen the players talking about the hydration out here already this week. It starts now. You know, you don't just start drinking a bunch of Gatorade the day of the game or something. you got to build that hydration now.
1: Yeah, I mean, no question. I think this is a, another area where having Teddy is helpful. He's a veteran guy.
0: He's from Florida. <laughs> He knows about humidity. Exactly, yeah. yeah once you exactly. get it, you you know.
1: Once you learn about it. Didn't you it. once say that, that once you're adjusted to altitude, you never... Uh...
0: No, no, I think that it could still affect you. Yeah,
1: but I, I think, I mean, Von Miller's talked about when he plays at sea level or below, you know. He, he loves it. He loves it because his lungs are full. Yeah, um, well, he has asthma. That's true. Yeah. But I, I do think that having Teddy will keep them focused on a game like this because it'd be easy to kind of say, hey, we won. Some of these young guys get their heads full of themselves. But instead, I think they're going to be focused on the task at hand, and especially this defense. They're going to be locked in, ready to go. Guys like Justin Simmons...
0: Uh, we're kind of jumping to the third topic here. Oh, am I? Sorry. Yeah, we're still talking about Trevor Lawrence Well, you, you started talking about Gatorade. Well, I just started talking, yeah, I always talk about Gatorade. Oh, Not a sponsor of the show, but could be if they wanted to
1: be. Yeah, they could be. Yeah. Thursday's was, sponsors still said, up for grabs. Yeah. Monday, uh-huh. Breckenridge Brewery, it's Farmhouse, taken. in Littleton. It's taken, yeah. Farm home.
0: Does Gatorade have a farm home? I don't know. I don't, maybe. Maybe a condo or something. Yeah, Yeah. maybe a high rise yeah yeah um sorry i didn't Tra- know i didn't know sorry, what to no. do with the gatorade yeah just, well you say you drink a you confused me a little yeah. bit uh trevor lawrence has a lot of playmakers including lavisca Chenault to get the ball to huh
1: who loves gatorade
0: who lo- yeah that's where you could have gone but uh, let's talk about Chenault a little bit uh vic fangio has asked about him you are
1: straying from the rundown
0: i know you gotta yeah. keep you on your toes because you're texting over there yeah keep make that's sure you're true. What do you think about Laviska? Huh? He's really stepped uh, into his uh, his. An average,
1: memory? average college career, average college program. Wow. Yeah, oh. is that what you're looking for? No, that's he's not what no I'm Rashawn looking for. Slater.
0: <laughs> uh, he had a nice uh, game for the uh, Chargers. There, yeah. huh? he comes from where? He's from? Yeah. Oh, got I got think it. Cats. Cats guy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, Laviska obviously uh, a weapon. Uh, DJ Shark
0: lines, lines up in the slide Heard Vic Fangio talk about him lining up in the slide Really a tough runner You know when he gets the ball that You're going to have to really focus on tackling him Bringing him down DJ Shark Char- Shark? Char- Shark Shark Shark
1: Yeah Shark uh, He likes a for an appetizer a little charcuterie board Charcuterie, yeah
0: Yeah So do I <laughs> <laughs> Could be nice Yeah and then, um, and then Urban Meyer too down there a lot, a lot of changes down in Jacksonville. I think a lot of people are expecting sort of a rebranding, a new fresh start uh, for Jacksonville. It uh, didn't quite come together in week one, and I'm sure they're going to be hungry with Urban Meyer looking to uh, erase some of these rumors about him maybe bolting for the USC job.
1: Yeah. Phil, what's that noise they're making?
0: Um, uh, currently, the equipment <laughs> staff is wrapping up things from practice here. Got it. So Do they know taping? They just don't care, <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs>
0: Seems yeah. like a, no, yeah. that's okay. You got
1: to do your job. We're doing our this job. This is they a gotta football team, time. yeah, not a podcast. That's team. true. That's true. Yeah. Um, are you, I was oh, talking Urban about Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah, Gatorade, right? Let's focus. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's another reason why this is an advantage for Denver this week. Is I can't imagine being around that building right now. Is um, very stable. You know, there's a oh. lot of there's a lot of rumors swirling around about Urban Meyer. That's a distraction.
0: He he came out on Wednesday and said there's no way, no
1: chance. I see more of you know, there's two ways you, those guys could approach it. We're going to rally around this. We you know, we got blown out week 1. We don't want any more of this garbage. Yeah. We're going to come out and play well. I think it's more likely that it's created some uneasiness and that um, uh, Maybe it could be a little sloppy again.
0: Okay, and uh, you know we talk about Trevor Lawrence coming from the college game to the pro game, having to adjust. Urban Meyer certainly having to do that a little bit too. You know, when when you're the he- head coach of a college program, say like at Ohio State, you're sort of running the entire state. He's like yeah. more probably more powerful than the governor. You know, that's possible. Uh, he's able to recruit all the top talent in the country bring them there he's playing with the best of the best they're winning a lot of games they're competing for national championships the nfl is just such a different beast that there there is an adjustment there where you're getting ready to face uh, another roster that's either better than yours or right level with yours every single week
1: yeah i mean he's he's used to having the best guys available and, you know yep. like you said trevor lawrence used to play at clemson with the best guys available well urban's used to coach those guys yep. um it, it was interesting to me phil and you know these coaches are they're like lifelong guys and they run in circles it was interesting to me that vic fans you had never met never met. urban meyer yeah which i guess kind of makes sense once urban's been college, in the college world yeah. vic's been in the professional world for the last 30 years but you would have, i would have thought that at some point some they some overlap, overlap huh? somewhere yeah so that was kind of interesting it was interesting yeah. So we'll,
0: we'll see how we'll see how those two kind of go up against each other. You know, a lot of times you look at the coordinators and you are saying, "Okay, uh, this person likes to do this." You are trying to pick up on tendencies when you are coming up with a game plan. A little bit harder this week, just with Urban and stuff. You just don't know what to exactly what to expect. Yeah, I don't. He, he is he calling plays down there? I don't think so. I don't, think, really so. I don't yeah. think so. But obviously, he has his fingerprints all over everything. So. Ooh, yeah,
1: like a crime scene. If
0: you go in there and you investigate and you brush it off it's gonna be urban meyer Mm. yeah so let's get to our third topic now here eric i'm ready i've been ready well you've been ready yeah you know uh, the broncos feeling good about a 1-0 start feeling confident against the jags team you can't get too overconfident you can't start looking past these guys this is uh, another week in the nfl i think they made a movie about this called any given sunday they did so the how important we need
1: are everywhere around us.
0: <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> uh how big how big is this game just in terms of for the Broncos trying to continue their they were perfect in the preseason. They won week 1. You know, let's get let's keep this ball rolling.
1: So if they want to stay undefeated, I would say it's a must win. I would say so too. Cuz otherwise you're yeah. no longer undefeated. It's true. No, I, I mean I I think generally my thought is that everything good that you built up a week ago from beating a, a Giants team that you know the Giants might not make the playoffs or they don't seem like a Super Bowl contender, but when yeah when I look at their schedule, I could see them finding a way to win six or seven games. Like they're not they're not an incompetent football team, and so that was a good win on the road. The way you beat them wasn't even close, really, in the second half. Um, all that goes away if you go to Jacksonville and lose to a team. That, frankly, really struggled last week, mm-hmm. um, that has a rookie quarterback, that doesn't have a great defense. I mean, that's, again, we talk about beat, beat the teams you should beat, and if you lose this one, you've just lost all the ground that you gained yep. a week ago, and uh, I'm not worried. I mean, I know that that's good. maybe not a good thing to, to say, and that we talk about any given Sunday, anyone can win, but there were things that went wrong in New Yorkville that could have led to the loss. The fumble. Uh, Inside the red zone, the fact that Daniel Jones had him all the way down the field and uh, before the fumble could have cut it to, I believe, a three-point lead with a touchdown uh, if the fourth downs had not gone right. But the fact that they kind of were up against some of those things and managed to get it right, and even if you didn't get any of those fourth-down conversions, you figure out the points, you still would have won the game. That, to me, is a good sign that you can go down to Jacksonville and maybe you start slow. Maybe Jacksonville goes up earlier. Maybe it's hot and you're not quite clicking on all cylinders right away. I believe, one, in this offense with Teddy Bridgewater, and then certainly in this defense, that if things aren't perfect right away, they're going to figure it out. They're going to find a way to get a win. I certainly hope it's a blowout win that you kind of flex your muscles a little bit and say this is how good we are. But I'm I'm really not too concerned about a loss. Okay,
0: okay. yeah. No, I mean, I think that they should go down there and take care of business. Uh, you know, I, I feel like the big thing is with Teddy is they're not going to panic. Uh, things go wrong. They're not going to, you know, uh, just try to throw the playbook out and start from, you know, keep adjusting and going crazy. So I think that that's a good thing, and I think that that's something that Teddy brings where, um, and good teams do this, they just beat the teams they're supposed to. And uh, this Broncos team seems like they've really uh, picked up a lot of the pieces, and they're they're ready to just go into towns and beat people.
1: Well, and I think when you're the better football team, especially when it's by a decent margin, which I would I would say is where the Broncos are at right now against the Jags over the course of a 60 minute football game that that tends to work itself out. You know, there might be a drive here and there where they're better or they stop you or maybe Teddy throws a pick this week, but I think over the course of 60 minutes, those things the, the that's why that I feel like there's rarely like gigantic upsets. Yeah. In the NFL in terms of yeah. like the worst team in the league beating the best team in the league. It's rare. Um just cuz I think that the talent discrepancy it does tend to show up over time.
0: What do you think though the the AFC West went 4 and 0. So you got to think that this is going to be a tough division the whole year. You know, the Raiders won that crazy game uh Justin Herbert looked good. Of course the Chiefs came from behind and uh and, uh, and an amazing win got over the Browns. So, I think that when you think about this Broncos schedule and how tough it's going to be in the division, you almost have to win these these types of games where you're going down to play a Jags team. You got to win it.
1: No, no doubt. No doubt. This week, next week against the Jets at home. I mean, those are you games. You have to win. These ones. You have to win in part because you're playing these teams because you finished last in your division. So yeah. you're playing the last place teams from those respective divisions. while the Chargers are playing, I believe, the second-place teams. The Raiders are playing the third-place teams. Obviously, the Chiefs are playing the the first-place squads. And when you you look at those, uh, I wrote it earlier in the week, Phil, I think the Broncos, like those three teams that they're playing, um, because that includes the NFC North where they're playing Detroit. Mm -hmm. The Broncos, the DVOA that we've talked about. You love that. You like to go straight to the The Broncos' average opponent is like 28th. And then, like, the Raiders, I think, is, or the Chargers might be 21st, and the Raiders is, like, 17th or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you've got to take advantage of that. You've got to win those. You've got to hope that the Chargers or Raiders fall in one of those. And then I think you can't give games away, which is one of the reasons that having Teddy is so important because I think he's going to avoid giving games away. And then you are going to have to beat some good teams. When the Ravens come to town, that's a tough matchup. But at home, you'd like to win that game. Yeah. Or if you have the Raiders at home, it's going to be a tough matchup. Win your home games. And I think if you do that, you win these games you're supposed to win, like Detroit and Cincinnati later in the season, you're going to look up at the end of the year and be right in the mix. Now, if you drop this game or you drop one against New York or like Cincinnati comes in later in the year and somehow upsets you. Joe Burrow. The, yeah, but, I mean, you can't yeah. lose those games and expect yeah. to get to where you want to go.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. It is here. a tough
1: division. You don't get yeah. this is not the no. You don't have the luxury of this being the NFC East or being one of the, you know the AFC South even where you can go. What is it now? Ten and seven and win the division. Yeah, I mean exactly. You're going to need ten or eleven wins just to get in the playoffs. Probably.
0: I agree. Got to win this one. Yeah. All right, Eric. Uh, let's get to uh, our one of our favorite parts of the show. Perfect. When,
1: Voicemails. When do bold predictions happen? Did you you got some bold predictions? Well, I th- we were going to do that every week.
0: Let's do it then. Yeah. Let's get some bold predictions going. I'm sorry, I jumped ahead this time. That's okay. What am I doing? Sorry, let's go to bold predictions. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember last week, Eric. I said 27-14 on the show.
1: Yeah, that wasn't so the, the score. <laughs> uh,
0: um, if there was like one second left, that would have been the score.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah. So I'd
0: like to say that I was pretty close. You really criticized the 27 uh, that I threw up there. You said, oh, what's that going to be? Three touchdowns? I was like, yes, that's going to be three touchdowns. And uh, maybe you made an apology or something. I don't know.
1: That that was a nice prediction. Thank you. You got the 27, right? I, of course, got the 13, correct? Yeah. Because I said 23-13. On net points, you were obviously a little bit better. I'm I'm a I was I'm a one grown off. man. I'm okay to. I was admit one that. off. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, you got some for this week? Yeah, I think um,
1: these are supposed to be bold. Go bold. I think Justin Simmons will have two interceptions.
0: Okay, two interceptions from one player. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is that too bold? That's very bold. Okay, but it could be. It could be. You know, Justin Simmons always like kind of finds uh, the pocket to He's drop into. He's always lurking. Yeah. Yeah, and he's very good at reading the quarterback's eyes. I think that uh I think that it could be pretty good. Uh oh.
1: Maybe a maybe a Dalton Riser touchdown. Yeah, this Dalton
0: week. Dalton Riser might steal the ball away again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's
2: up, Bronco Country? Love you guys. Love you, Phil.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Dalton. Uh yeah, Dalton could steal the ball away. Another touchdown for the whole line. That would be nice. Are you going with that? Huh? You no, I'm go- not gonna go. Okay, no, I'm gonna say after last week with uh, Melvin Gordon having the big run, Ooh. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Javante Williams busts at least a forty-yard touchdown. Okay, that's
1: pretty bold. That is bold. A little easier, less bold than mine because it requires him making one play compared to two plays. How but- do
0: you uh, d- differentiate between bold and crazy?
1: There's no differentiation. Because okay. one okay. interception, I don't think that's bold to be like, Justin Simmons is going to have an interception. No, that's not like, a bold.
0: Well, maybe picking it, you know, saying this week he'll definitely do that. Well, but that's you, then bold. you've just
1: got kind of like a you got it's like a, a one-in-four okay, chance or something.
0: Okay, you got another one, or you need a drink of water before you can keep going? Yeah, you you're go, on the hot seat. You go ahead. Yeah, you're on the hot seat. <laughs> Let's see. So I did my offensive one, defensive one. Let's see here. Um Yeah, I don't know, Justin Simmons. Maybe okay. Last week, what they held the uh, they held the uh, uh, Giants to just eight first half rushing yards. Okay. This week, I think that uh, this week I think they hold overall sixty five yards rushing. I don't think that's a bad prediction. Sixty five yards rushing for the Jags.
1: No, they. I mean, they had a little bit of success. Last week against the Texans, running the ball especially early, but I think that's especially if it gets they got to catch up. That's a that's a fair yeah. thing. I think uh, Teddy Bridgewater will uh, have four total touchdowns.
0: Oh, you think maybe he'll run one in? Yeah,
1: so maybe like three passing, one rushing. Okay, I think four total touchdowns. Okay, I like that. I think four passing touchdowns is his career high. I don't think he's ever thrown five. Okay, I'm not quite ready to say that he'll do that,
0: but. Somebody asked Teddy if this was the best game he's ever played in his yeah, career. Yeah, what do you think
1: about that question?
0: I, I don't think so. I, I mean, no, it is. wasn't
1: It wasn't that good,
0: was it? Well, I think that the, some of the plays he made were like, whoa. But, like, the overall numbers didn't, yeah. like, go crazy. Yeah. But the way that those plays, the fourth downs, the stiff arms, the scrambling— That made it kind of exciting.
1: Well, I think part of it was he had the number one QBR in the league. QBR, and he said, "I don't know what QBR is. I don't really know what it is either."
0: But you're the stats guy. What's the one you like? DVA.
1: Yeah, DVOA. DVOA.
0: Yeah. Don't forget the O. No. Yeah. Okay. uh, You got a score prediction here.
1: Yeah. Let's go. um, Thirty-five to thirteen. 13 again, huh? Oh, yeah, that's bad.
0: 35-14. Okay. No, I'm going to say 32-10. 32?
1: How do they get to 32? 32.
0: It happens. Okay.
1: They're going to score four touchdowns and then two safeties. You could do that? 32-10. Yeah. to 10. Okay. What did well, I say? 35-14? 30, yeah. Yeah. This, you like it? I Normally, I like to add a field goal in there somewhere, but... You just see. The Jags' third down defense was not good, and I'm not really buying their red zone defense either. So I think if this team gets down there, they're going to score some points.
0: Okay. You could do, what, two field goals and then a a touchdown and a two point conversion. So there's a a lot of ways to do it. That would be a little bit odd, but. There's a lot of ways to do it.
1: I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe Vic just starts going for two every time. Yeah.
0: He went crazy last time. I did not see that. The three. You think how four many downs.
1: how many uh, fourth down attempts this week? Zero. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Maybe one at the most. Been a little crazy
0: last week. <laughs> he was feeling himself. I like it. Okay, now let's get to shout outs. Voicemails. Now mails. let's get to voicemails, emails, all that. That's my favorite section of the show here. Uh, here's the first one here from uh, Jeff Flanagan. Okay, I believe this is from Jeff Flanagan.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, first off, congrats on the show. Uh, you guys do a, a great job of keeping the fans engaged, and I wish I could be out there tomorrow. That being said, uh, every podcast from here on out is an audition for you guys' jobs, so don't screw it up. There's bigger expectations now. Uh, it's a little disappointing that Jerry Judy got hurt today. That's, you know, the one downer of the afternoon, but, uh, hopefully he's not gone for the whole season. How about Melvin Gordon? Uh, Another huge run in MetLife Stadium. Really nice. Um, And Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, really, this is why we as the fans do not write the death chart. Because, I mean, I was pulling for Drew throughout this whole offseason, but that's just because I ended up buying his jersey.
0: What do you think about that, Eric? You know, now that we've got some sponsorship involved with the Monday show, we're out at Breck & Ridge Brewery Farmhouse. You think that you know our jobs are on the line? They're going to bring in a big, a big timer.
1: They could. I mean, they brought the Hoff in last week. See That's that true. Water? So you never That's know true. what could happen.
0: Yeah, and Ben Swanson. I mean, he's just trying out
1: there. Yeah, he's doing his best, but you know how that goes.
0: Uh he mentioned that he bought Drew Locke's jersey here. Is there a guy's jersey that you would buy on this this team? Well, I'll say
1: first, I don't blame him for for buying Drew Lock's jersey. I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta buy in. I saw somebody yesterday, Phil. Wearing a Pat Sertan uh, navy Broncos jersey, that's pretty advanced stuff for that this early advanced. in his career.
0: That's pretty advanced stuff. I think they're buying the champ comparisons. <laughs> they are. Um, I think I would,
1: if I were to buy one jersey, it would be a Jerry Judy jersey. Oh yeah, I like that. I think that the he's ten looks nice. Ten looks nice. Uh, he's a stud. You know, he's going to be a top ten player in this wide yeah. receiver in this league. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere. You know, like this is a guy you want to keep around for a long time. And uh, wide receivers, you know, like a, a Javante Williams, for example. I think he's going to be a really good player. But running backs, they just they get Short beat life. up in this league. Short lifespan. And so uh, that's why with with Judy, I think he, he can be around a long time. Um, but I'd probably go with him.
0: Yeah, I like Judy. I like that one too. Here's a, another voicemail. Here, uh, this guy, first time caller, Eric, first time caller. We like those.
2: Hey, it's Brian. I live in uh, Fresno, California. I just want to say great win. Excited to see how the team uh, goes from here. And it's uh, nice to get a win on my birthday. But um, other than that, y'all take care. Love the show. Bye.
0: Happy birthday, Brian. Yeah. Glad that the Broncos were able to get that done for him.
2: I would
1: love Um, a, a win on your birthday. Hard to have anything better than that.
0: Yeah. And I should say some of these voicemails have come from after the game. Uh, and then some have been a little bit more recent. Okay. Uh, this email here from John Jornod. Oh yeah, he's probably your biggest fan, I think, Eric. Um, he
1: recognizes greatness when he sees
0: it. He watched the show at Breckenridge Brewery. Okay. Uh-huh. He noticed that um, under the tablecloth at one point, the wind picked it up, and you could see what shoes we were wearing. Okay. And he said that uh, you were you went classy, and I happened to be wearing tennis shoes. I'm not wearing tennis shoes today. Are
1: those the same shoes that you were wearing? No. Oh, okay. I was wearing tennis shoes oh, okay. on Monday.
0: I'm not today. I and mean, I have a standard uh, uphold. That's the paperboy or? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like paper boys probably wear tennis shoes. The thing is, I wear tennis shoes because I'm working hard. I'm running around, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. I got to be able to move. That's true. Yeah, so. That's fair. That's where I don't I'm really have tennis a shoes I John. sorry John retort. Um, he has a, a question about football here. He has uh he thought that like the Broncos offense was ready to go here, week one. So normally it takes uh the offense a little bit of time. Why do you think that is? Do you think that's because they they played a lot in the preseason or what do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's exactly what it is. You know, this and not not to say teams can't be ready, like the Rams didn't play at all and they came out and they were fine. And the Chargers figured it out. I think they were probably a little bit slower to to get going. But, yeah, I think a big part of it is that offenses take a while to gel. They devoted the time during the preseason to let Teddy play a lot of snaps with these guys, especially, you know, once the job was won, they didn't have to put him out there in that third preseason game. They decided to do that, got a connection with Cortland Sutton, um, ended up leading a couple of scoring drives. I think that's absolutely why they started fast. Now, I, I also think some of it just has to do with, Teddy being able to comprehend the offense and put guys in position to succeed, make some of these plays. I was talking to him uh, today, Phil, as we're recording on this Wednesday. To Teddy? Yeah, about the about – Which you pl- do
0: pretty much all the time. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's what ours do. Tapped in. Yeah. But I asked him, you know, is could you have made the play that you did to K.J. Hamler or that fourth down play, could you have made that in 2015? You know, he went mm-hmm. to the Pro Bowl that year. He was That was kind of when he was ascending as a player. And he said, you know, maybe not, because some of that is like awareness. You feel some like, of that yeah. is experience, and you know how much time you have, you know when you got to get rid of the ball. You know, on fourth down, hey, i got to yep. get it to this guy quickly. So interesting to me that maybe some of Teddy's better plays could still be uh, yet to come. And so it wouldn't surprise me if it's, you know, do I expect the offense to, to be top five or even top ten? Probably not. But even if they could hang around 14, 15, somewhere in there, yeah. You're going to win a lot of football games.
0: John Jornot also thinks maybe this team's ready to face the Chiefs. Do you think so? He says, maybe Mahomes will have like an off day or something.
1: I wish, I really wish that the first game against the Chiefs were in Denver. Mm. Because I think there's something to, like, hey, if this, like, say you you win your uh, this game here. I mean, I guess I want Jerry Judy on the on the field. But say you're coming off the bye and it's like at home and you got the Chiefs coming to town. And like this is a different feel, and maybe Mm -hmm. you're, you know, I look at this schedule and I say, oh, well, maybe there's a way they're seven and three or something like that, or six and four. Like you're, you're putting yourself in position to, to make a run. I think you could knock them off at home. It just, to me, it hurts that you got to go to Arrowhead first in December. Could be snowy, like. You might just add to that kind of negative vibe.
0: Well, hopefully that's why a veteran presence and maybe yeah. they've gone through some bumps or whatever throughout the, the regular season, they'll be ready to face adversity. That'd be nice. Yeah. Okay, Eric, do you have any uh, shout-outs or anything you'd like to do?
1: Well, also AJ called. He left a couple of voicemails. We don't have to play him, but oh, he's, he's okay. Teddy Bridgewater's biggest fan. He's the guy. Oh, yes. He followed him, him from, from the-
0: Louisville. Yeah. He had some yes. nice
1: things to say about. He left a lot of voicemails, I think. Yeah. <laughs> He told us Swanson said told not us, to play those. Did he? Yeah, that's what he told me. Wow, <laughs> AJ, you know who to go after. It's yeah, ben Swanson. Oh, yeah. Um, I heard he likes Drew Locke. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, we all like Drew. Um, he said, "I told you so." Essentially, he was like, yep. "I knew Teddy could do this." Yep. Doesn't surprise me. So, so, so shout out to AJ. Yeah, AJ knew what he was talking about. Okay, AJ's not surprised. Did.
0: No, he's seen him through since he was in Louisville. Louisville. Louisville.
1: Oh. Uh, a shout-out to John, who works at the uh, Broncos Stadium. Oh. He helped hook us up with some stickers, Phil, some oh, neutral yes, zone stickers. Uh, Listen to the show. Listen to the show. So, John, thank you very much for getting those printed, cutting them up. What should we do with those stickers, Eric? Well, I mean, Jeff Flanagan has already sent
0: us his yes. home address. We'll ship them out.
1: Yeah, we'll send a sticker. So. Yeah. If, if, you're, if, if you're a loyal listener, we want you to be able to.
0: Yeah, leave a comment or something off. and say, hey, uh, I'm interested in the stickers, and we'll figure out how to get those to you. Yeah. I think it's cool. You put them on a water bottle, put it on your laptop, whatever. You, yeah. What do people Yeti do? Yeti cooler. Centers? Yeah, Yetis. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Uh, Just Otter a cooler.
1: Box cooler. Put on right? an Otterbox Otter cooler.
0: Yeah. That could
1: be nice. Pull out a nice Breckenridge Brewery. Yeah. Bronco's Country Pale Ale. Yes.
0: That could be really be nice. nice. On, a hot, on a hot Sunday or something. Yeah, yeah. maybe, yeah.
1: you know, you're... You're waking up at – what is – how does your – like, would you enjoy a nice Breckenridge Brewery beer? If we weren't working, an Uh 11 a.m. kickoff, is that too early for you to have a nice Breckenridge Brewery? Not
0: on Sunday. I think that you could get it going a little earlier. Like, maybe you got some nachos going. At 11 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you skip breakfast. Maybe you just have a coffee. Yeah. And then you just go straight into – a bloody or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big coffee guy. I like yeah. coffee. I need a little coffee. Yeah. Then I get going, and then, yeah, maybe maybe a break. You could have it with your breakfast, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a big omelet, like a nitrous stout or something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. How Some many oats? you do? <laughs> yeah, just one or two. Yeah. Yeah, one. Or Responsibly. Two. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could do that for 11. Maybe at halftime. Maybe you open at halftime. Oh, time. I like that. That way it's afternoon. Maybe you have like a little mimosa in the morning. Yeah. The 11 a.m. throws it off. It does. A little early. Throws it off. But I think that that's why the Broncos are going out on Friday.
1: I think so. Yep. Get adjusted to that body clock. Yeah. Get out there. It's going to be hot. Could rain. I mean, a lot of... Yep. Ch- a lot of. There's one question for you. Who do you think rain benefits more?
0: Mm. Is it supposed to rain?
1: I think there's always a chance of rain down there in Florida,
0: huh? Um, I look at the weather. I don't know either way. I think that the Broncos are just going to try and run the ball either way. So, oh, you think so? Yeah. Did you
1: were you okay with the number? I think Teddy had what twenty. How many passing attempts did at he have? 30-something? 36? Yeah, I think so. Sound something right? like that. Is that yeah. too many or are you okay with that's that? That's perfect.
0: Okay. You gotta get the ball of your playmakers. Uh, you know I love that.
1: There is a 60% chance of thunderstorms
0: every single day in the yeah, foreseeable I guess future that's just how it in Jacksonville. Is so it I remember going down to uh, Tampa a few years ago. Was that week three, maybe?
1: Week, week uh, f- three. Something like that? Yep. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Something, something yeah, like week that. three because yeah.
0: Trevor keep the leave had two interceptions on Jameis. Yep, Trevor got and hurt. Then it started just the Paxton, skies open. Paxton up. played pretty well. Yeah, They were touching the to Emmanuel
1: Sanders. I think. Yep, Yeah, and yeah they man. won that game. Hour and a half rain delay, something like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I was down on the field. Hope that uh, doesn't happen this no, weekend. No, exactly. I hope so too. So, uh, I think that was an afternoon kick though. There, it was. It was like yeah, a, it was so. a late. It was a
1: four oh five or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Bad decision.
0: Of course, shout out Liz Gerald. Yeah, naturally. You know, we had, naturally. A Taste of the Broncos was earlier this week, uh, raising some good money there. And they also had a community event with some dogs. That's right. I saw some Golden Retrievers.
1: Yeah, I think at Children's Hospital Colorado, yeah. some therapy dogs for the that's patients nice. there. Yeah. And the, I think the both the patients and, I believe, the people working, like the nurses, who obviously have just put in a, under a world of stress with oh, yeah. all that's going on. Um, And then I think there was a food bank of the Rockies event. Yeah, they were packing package. up some
0: boxes. Yeah, so a lot yeah. going on these days. Pat Sertan has been at it a lot of times. Pat Sertan. He's very involved in the community.
1: He's had uh, more community appearances than snaps so far, I think. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. like kind of 16 close. snaps? Yeah, maybe yeah, not, quite, maybe that many, not quite that many, but he's doing he's nice. pretty well. Uh, yeah, so.
0: All right, uh, anything else you'd like to get to here?
1: No, I don't think so. Uh, this is one.
0: I'm not fretting it, Phil. Yeah. okay. you got to take care right. of business. Yeah. We both feel very confident with our score predictions. You know what that means. Um, if you'd like to be a part of the show, leave a voicemail, 707-NEUTRAL. We'll play it right here on the air. AJ, we'll get to yours next week, I promise. Yeah. Keep calling I don't in care AJ. what Swanson yeah, says. This is Ben Swanson's fault. Yeah. Uh, we'll you can leave that. a uh,
1: an email. That's right, neutralzoneshow at gmail.com. Okay. And Great then place to do it.
0: Hit us up on Twitter, at Eric Dalala with an A, at Phil Milani with a P-H non-traditional spellings there,
1: uh, or just on YouTube, too. That's right. Or, Phil, come stop by Breckenridge Brewery's yes, Farmhouse in Littleton on Monday nights. 6 p.m. we'll be there. Yes, we will be. Yeah. You won't miss much of Monday Night Football. You can listen for no. a while,
0: go inside. It's a really a cool setup. It was great. We were on a stage. We were outside. The weather was perfect. Yeah, disco ball. People going. Yeah, there's uh Answer some know. questions. Yeah, we'll answer questions. Yeah. We also streamed that live on YouTube too. We did. So yeah, kind of so you can watch too. it live on YouTube. Yeah. That's a good 6 p.m. Mountain Time,
1: which is nice because I think you know people want that content as quickly as they can, especially breaking down the game. Live is
0: what's faster than live. No, there's nothing
1: yeah. faster than live.
0: You know, you could watch us and live then earlier, and then yes. change right over to uh Pete Manning and Eli, yeah. Yeah. That's not nice. That was cool. That was good. Yeah. We should do a national perspective with them. <laughs>
1: I think yeah. you I think you did that, be didn't nice.
0: you? Well, we could do it again. Yeah, yeah. we could coordinate that. Maybe it get on the same fun. frequency as them. That was them. very fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Coordinate it. Yeah. All right, well, that's going to do it for us. We'll be back like Eric mentioned uh, on Monday at Breckenridge Brewery's farmhouse 6 p.m. mountain time come out and check it out, especially uh, if the Broncos are celebrating another win and they improved two 2-0 in the season. Could be nice. Yeah. Until then, I'm Phil Money for Eric Dalali. You've been listening, watching the Neutral Zone. you don't like it? The Neutral Zone. <laughs>